But welcome to episode 130 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Tenant and Eternity. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and tenant of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, your other host of Nobody Special, and this is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all on not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, <sighs> pop culture's back. <laughs> yes. Pop culture's back. Yes, it is. We went to a movie theater. That was crazy. And in two weeks, might die <laughs> <laughs> there was no one in there no there one like, is in there yeah so what three other people yeah yeah if that that was lame and i mean granted movie theaters aren't typically packed on a sunday but it's it's a weird catch-22 because they're not packed because people think people are going to them and they're scared of getting covid so, as a person who enjoys going mm-hmm. to the movie, I need you to continue in that line of thought. Yes. Because there was no one there, and it was glorious, and I wanted to stay that way. Which I don't is, know. I kind of like there being people. Them clapping at weird times, and me know. getting really upset no. at them. No, no, but no, 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 no. I kind of miss it at the same time. I miss people clapping in the movie? I hate it. No, I hate it, but I kind of miss it, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah, no, it's I It's like get that, that annoying sibling that, like, you don't see for a little while, and you're like, you know. Ooh, name names. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Caitlin. I'm oh, kidding. my gosh. <laughs> Dag up. Uh, uh, no, I get that. Um, probably the... I enjoy going to the movies, but I, I, I got over it during the two towers in theaters when a person barked at the screen. <laughs> Wait, like, barked like a dog? Yes. At what point in the movie calls for a bark? I'm trying to think. There Do you remember one. the time? No. Yes, because I... Well, I don't... Because I kind of want to try and guess, but... I can't think of the time, but I know during the time it happened, I thought, there's literally no reason to be doing that. <laughs> you know, like, there, there's I kind of want to say it's, like, after they take over no. Isengard and no. Marion. You're trying to make Pippen it make or... sense. It's not going to. I think I it was know. a conversation of, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you barked right now? And he's like, yeah, it'd be really funny. I'm <laughs> It was like, what are you doing? We've waited for a long time for this movie, so shut up. And yeah. it was the opening. It was uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, you don't. You get midnight showing for that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, man? So yeah, and then from the same seats, we heard bottles fall. And we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So yeah. some, that's why I was gonna guess when Mary and Pippin are smoking weed. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but it was kids who like snuck in beer or something. Yeah. Kids. But yeah. Kids what what movie did we see? We saw Tenant. When did this happen in the movie? I'm actually kind of confused. In the beginning, that he said he did the thing. It's like all I have is a word, and. A gesture, and I'm like, well, that's kind of rude. <laughs> like you're saying, oh, yeah, I get it now. yeah, because of the. Any, oh, before we get into this, 
Can we? Hey, let's this do that again for be... our thumbnail real quick. <laughs> Come on, oh, dude, I thought we already it. had it. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a very spoiler heavy episode. Yeah. Because it's a Christopher Nolan movie, and you cannot talk about it without any kind of spoilers. Because gosh darn that man. Um, that's true. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. This is a very spoiler-heavy episode, so if that's a problem, um, yes. come back and watch it again, but maybe in reverse. But also, we're probably not going to explain it anywhere as well as the movie does, so you're just going to be well, confused no matter what. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> are we going to explain it or spoil it? Because those are two different things. Yeah, one's like, going to take four we, hours. We and will one's give up take... details of the movie, but not actually come to any concrete um, conclusion. I'm seeing it again tonight, so I don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. I just need to watch it again to right. be able to like solidify some right. things. Right. All right, first thing first, got to get this out. Out of the way, mm-hmm. a Robert Pattinson. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a great. Yeah, actor. he's a great actor. So all the I didn't Twilight know he hates, was in this. That's kind of really. Funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I've been pumped about this since it was supposed to come out back in like March or something like that. Yeah. So, um, but when no, your dreams were crushed. Re- yeah, seriously. Uh, so, so basic plot of Tenet, and boy, howdy, how do you explain that? Uh, basic plot of Tenet is a. Um, a man is recruited to a secret organization that is trying to stop the occurrence of World War Three or the end of the world. Yes. Um, and and that's and then and then it gets complicated. So the overall premise, and this is the spoiler part. So I'll give you one more chance to back out now while I sip this coffee. Three, two, one. Everybody just dies. Time. There's a lot of time. <laughs> Stuff times all wrong. Yes. It's just wrong. So part part of the thing is that um, the, someone has created a way to reverse the entropy and of of a person and have them go back in time. Yes. Well, not go back in time, but go through time backwards. Um, as in, everything they do is backwards because tenant is the same spelled forwards and backwards oh my uh-huh. freaking yeah. goodness yeah uh so is that why they just chose that random word they're like huh we need something that is uh <laughs> I, actually i pulled up the lore oh god this is not that good of a how joke. late were you up this is time? not that good of a joke <sighs> i pulled just up continue. the lore uh-huh. and the first name of the organization was indeed yo banana boy oh not, yeah, it's not that good of a job. That was not, not satisfying not, at all. No, but it's, but assuming you know. that you've you're still here, you've probably already seen it. So I guess we don't really need to like. No, let's explain, explain. it a bit. It helps <laughs> me process it. That's true. So, so, so what they're doing is they're trying to find out where this whole thing starts because if yes. time goes backwards, everything right. dies essentially. And it turns out that it's it's this a man who's just upset at his wife. Yeah. Wow! Now that I say that, it doesn't sound like that good of a movie. But it what's was his? Fantastic. What's the name of his character in Harry Potter? I can never remember it. Kenneth Branagh's character. Yeah, because yeah. that's I couldn't stop seeing that, that the whole time. Was the director? Who was he? Anyway, so um, he was the guy who uh, was a fake wizard. Who? Barty Crouch? No, no, you don't remember him. He was in the second one. 
and he's like oh, fake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his name? It's yeah, really... him. Um, but yeah, that's keep the, talking. I'm looking. That's the one that he always reminds me of of that character because that's like the first time I ever saw him. In Gilderoy anything. Lockhart. Yes, Gilderoy Lockhart, who I think looks like Joel Osteen. What? Uh huh. Put it together. It'll make sense. No, I'll do a side by side. I don't see that whatsoever. I'll show you pictures. It'll be like, no, I can see it. But yeah, he gained a lot of weight for that. I was, yeah. And also, his Dad beard and tenant was on point. Well, yeah, and he we had to be like, rich. He had to be very rich. It was like... Beard on fleek. Yeah. So overall, thoughts on the movie? Good, bad, ugly, anything in between? It was good. Now, here's the thing. <coughs> My rule with Christopher Nolan films is, like, as far as a film, do I think it's good... If I have to watch it twice to even understand it, I I can't give it five stars immediately. So on my Letterbox app, I gave it three stars, and I do this with all the Nolan films, whether it's Interstellar, Inception, like I give it like three stars because I know it's five stars. But I like if you have to watch something twice to be able to get there, I feel like it's not a good movie. But it is a good movie if that makes sense. I know you're really hurt, but I love Christopher Nolan because he's he's one of the only directors out there that like pushes the audience to think mentally and not have to just like it's not a movie that you just sit back and like relax. If that makes sense. I know it's five stars, but I gave it three stars anyway. Yes, you're the guy. But who, it like, is five stars. I'm gonna give my down vote on YouTube just so they stay humble. But on my like five stars little my app that I use, That's like we're married in our hearts, does that count? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Doesn't count at all. But it's a it's a great movie. And I know it's going to be five stars yes. after I see it tonight. You know because are you going to go the, back and edit your all the post? little ends are going to be tied? No, I might, but I might not. We're <laughs> talking about this instead. <laughs> Have you seen Interstellar? Yes. Have you seen Inception? Yes. Yeah. Guess so the ending good. of Interstellar in the first two minutes. boy, Two minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's him. <laughs> the person next to him is like, have you seen this? I'm like, no, it's the first time I've seen it. I haven't even seen the trailer. They're like, well, there's no way that's it. No, it's definitely him. I promise. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, that's nope. the thing about Christopher Straight Nolan. Up. You just think, what is the craziest thing that could happen? <laughs> Choose that. Interstellar felt kind of predictable a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can like, see that. And this was kind Matthew of similar for me, too. Right. The scene, especially when they're in, like, the art vault, mm -hmm. and there's the, what do they call it, the machine that, like, flips you? I kind of figured... Time Turner. That those weren't bad guys, because there right. was someone going backwards, right. and I was like, that doesn't make sense that he just, like, is right. there. Right. Um, Time Turner. I'm done for that. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then when he saw Inverter? him, I was like, that's yeah. definitely someone he knows, or else yeah. he would have, like, shot him. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, oh, they're fighting themselves. As soon as they did that, I yep. got to this place of, like, okay, so he's... Work All right, so it's going to do that thing that at at the end of the movie, you're essentially at halfway through the movie because you got to go backwards through it again. Right. And and that, I mean, it's a cool kind of a, a mechanic to do because you get... A, I get to go back and explain all the things that couldn't get picked up in the past. Literally, but the first half mm -hmm. of this film is legit, just like suffering yeah. mentally. You're like, mm -hmm. I am I just dumb? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, yes, mm -hmm. but not at the same time. Yeah, and, and probably the 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 coolest parts I enjoyed the m most are 
Um, there's a big battle at the end that there's people going through time mm-hmm. the normal way and through time backwards and them actually needing to help each other out to go back and forth through time at the same time right. in order to do the thing and protect the world out of blowing up or exploding or metaphysically and that's, deteriorating. That's what the bullet yeah. wound that she got was yeah. doing. Because like it's not a normal bullet wound yeah. because yeah. it's ripping your body apart, basically. Right. Like right. the time of it. Right. Which was... And that's why they had to go forwards right. to make it heal normally. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I they had that. to put her in proper time in order to... Or they had to could. put her backwards. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Backwards, yes. To... to Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. The whole thing's <laughs> weird. But, uh, no, it, it was a good... It was a good a movie because it kind of got into this... A big thing of uh, cause and effect... Uh, and 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 the consequences of actions, and then even to an extent, being able to do things better based on a knowledge, and I I super appreciate that as a theme, because um, I I mean I think everybody goes through points of if I could do that again, or if I understood then the, the things I know now, then I I would do things different, mm-hmm. and 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 Tenet is just this weird blown up explanation of. If I carried information from the future to the past, what would I do different? And I I, I really appreciated that as a theme and right and, and, and going through that and also protecting people that are are in danger. That was a big thing. The guy was a protagonist, even a declared protagonist, and um that was important to him and, and I appreciated the character because he he was uh, an altruistic uh, pro- uh, protagonist, and I I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So, well, probably uh, my favorite part though is still that kind of the final battle of just people going through time and back through time. Yeah, at the same time, just because of the complexity of needing to put all of that together, it was very well thought out. And I appreciate well thought out movies. So yeah, I mean Nolan mm-hmm. never like fails to create a extremely mm-hmm. crazy plot. Right, like, it is. It's almost like I mean it's just impressive. Yeah, like, the truest sense of that word. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean he spends time actually yeah. crafting a story and not just I'm gonna do a cash grab for. Um, right. Other things, and so. that is what I do appreciate about his movies. Although I do give him th- three stars, but there is like the flip side of me that is like the rewatchability of the movies is great. Mm-hmm. So like it depends on the way you look at it. You know, do you want to just watch a movie once and you know be done with it as mm-hmm. an audience member, or do you want to be able to like sit and think on it? And I think that's mm-hmm. why he like speaks to a different crowd because I know people right. that like hate Nolan films. No, it's just like... But they just don't get them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't want to think. Like, there are people in life that just want to, like, sit down and relax when they watch something, which I get. And granted, I usually fall into that category. Yeah. That's what... And that's why Nolan's Explosion boom, please. Um, Except for Transformers. Those movies are abject garbage, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh. But, I mean, yeah, it was really good. I think this is probably his craziest one yet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like Inception, you can wrap your head around. It was just kind of confusing on how many layers deep mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. And then like right, it's possible to understand a little bit. Yeah, you can't. It's kind of like similar to this, mm-hmm. I guess, but different at the same time. Interstellar, they they took an opportunity to try and explain the science behind it. Um, in this movie, they didn't. Well, they tried to explain the science behind it, but essentially they said like, "But please don't think on that too much because then it doesn't make sense really quick. Like, yeah. don't think don't think too hard because but or Interstellar not on that. like." I think the craziest part of that movie for me was, like, them going down on that planet, and they, like, mm-hmm. came up, and he was like, where have you guys been? I've been here forever! <laughs> like, that was terrifying to me. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would stink. Yeah. But. So, the the other thing I kind of enjoyed is that, I don't know, they, I have a lot of, quiet you, sorry, um, <laughs> I have a ton of thoughts I tend to think through. I mean, kind of, I, I don't know how else to explain it, but uh, theology I do in the shower, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not important. I mean, it's cool, but it's not important. Do you know what I mean? It's not even a tertiary thing. It's just cool to think about. And just the understanding of God and time, that's a thing I struggle through or kind of Try it's and think about, think about it. yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm constrained by time. And he is I can, not. I I'm a three dimensional being that's constrained by dimension four, and God isn't. I just imagine so, like God looking at a timeline, like mm-hmm. spread out, and that's yeah. how. And he's able to just like interfere at different mm-hmm. points whenever he wants. Right. Um. It's it's kind of I mean. The best way I know to explain it that even doesn't really hold up is that God views time as a solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in the way that I view this cup, God v- v- views time as being able to change it in any of its dimensions. Yeah, if He pleases, and and Tenet I thought did the best job of of that to me because they didn't create this kind of a multi-verse kind of a theory of well they go back and they change things now it's a whole new dimension um because i think that personally kind of poops on the sovereignty of god a little bit i've had a lot of time to think about this this is what we were Um, talking about last mm -hmm. night is like you like to put god into these like these worlds even though it's kind of i don't know confusing to do that well no i just try and think of one well, because no, i've thought a ton about this i do <laughs> i do put and god, it's a good attribute i do it's put god attribute. in things all the time jesus juke you just got jesus juke oh yeah that's the angriest i've ever pressed that button <laughs> Uh, no, I that hurt. Is, that was like it hurt. I it hurt shot me. myself in the foot. <laughs> I just gave you the material for that. You put God the in things when it doesn't necessarily need to be there. No, um, no, that's just I don't know. I I think it's cool that this a movie did that by not creating the multi verse, but by creating a time that they've. It's been done because they've already done it, and they're going to do it because it's already been done. 
And, right. and that's kind of the the way that the promises of God actually uh, function um, is is there are plenty of promises of God that are given as uh, the best in English is past tense, but it's closer to completed action that as God promises things, they're promised as completed actions because from God's, well, on our perspective, God speaking it is as good as it being done, but in God's perspective, it's all already done. Right. And that I think is kind of dope. It is dope. Of just like, yeah, yeah, it will have already been done. <laughs> it will have already been done. It will have already been done. Yeah. And, and and that's a sloppy English translation of the promises of God, but to me, I think those tend to... Th- that tends to carry the weight of God of uh, or of Scripture going through the promises of God as completed action is in the future it will have already been done. And, like, when we go to heaven, mm-hmm. this is how what I always think is, like, it's not truly eternity. That's not what it is. It's just we are outside of time now. Like, time is not a term. Right? Like, doesn't, isn't that what that means? Are we, when we go to be with God, I don't imagine that we are still constrained to time. Um, I think that, hey, before we get into this... <laughs> This is so far out of primary doctrine that yep. <laughs> if, if anger starts to rise up in a person for anything him or I say on this, eat a Snickers. It's not that important. Uh, we'll figure wow. it out together. No, we will. Like yeah. We'll both get there and be like, oh, here's right. Here's my view on it. Mm-hmm. I don't like people being upset about conversations being had when that's how right. progress is made. Right. Well, and about things that are so far down the primary doctrine scale like it's, exactly it's not even in the same book like you know? even talking about the trinity i know people that will just shut down the conversation immediately even though like i i went to a school mm-hmm. that was formed around conversation right and the teachers classically knowing that we what we're talking about right. was probably wrong at the time right knew that we would eventually come to a conclusion that was right and that you Hopefully. have to sit there yeah ever seen a group and of people you can argue nudge, and get to the wrong you can conclusion? nudge oh, you know boy. people in the right direction yeah. but like the the conversation, I think, right. is a good thing to have. Right. So anyone who wants so, to like shut things down immediately, just know that I dislike you a lot, but I wow, love you at but the same thank time. Thank you for <laughs> listening to our podcast. No, um, I see. All right, the time thing. I don't know because it, it's kind of a misnomer, and I'm going to try and speak very carefully on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that everyone just goes to heaven, which it. Yes and no. Um, the mm-hmm. the scripture talks about a new heaven and a new earth. That right. there is a bringing to where it needed to be. Essentially, going back to Genesis one and two, that Adam and Eve were constrained by time, but it it was still in perfection. Do you know what I mean? They okay. so so I don't ah, think that it's is a, interesting. A we depart time, but would they have gotten older? They don't would you not think have time died. is part of the curse? No, uh, no, no. I think death is. Death is. I mean, I'll go through the genealogies of so, Old Testament but they people. They start stayed. off there like nine hundred, then eight hundred, then seven hundred, then six hundred. They get right younger because of the effects of death. Oh, sorry. Of, of oh, yeah, of death and sin. 
Um, I mean, they still oh carried age. I think there's a difference between age and aging that our brain doesn't really carry the ability to split those two. Right. Be- because in our perspective, growing old is a decaying process past the age of 20. So growing old is not tied to time, necessarily. A, a, a chronology and aging Because wouldn't they have... When we are our perfected selves in mm-hmm. heaven, and... I don't think that decays, no. So we'd stay young. That's what I always hear people say. It's like, you are... You're at your healthiest state in life, like 20. So I guess I would look like I do now in heaven or something like that. <laughs> Those tattoos wouldn't be there. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Why'd you ink your body? Um, no, I. It, it's it's a perfected gosh. state. This is so hard to think about. It's a perfected state. Yeah, well, because... A perfected state. We don't have a f- frame of... So Where we just begin? stay in our perfected state, although we are still in time, is what you're saying. That would be my guess, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But, that's ba- I mean, but again, this is based on, it's not really covered scripturally, because the biggest right. point is... Yeah. We get to be in the presence of God forever. I mean, go back to, to Genesis 1 and 2 of just... It, being able to be in the garden with God in that type of presence that God doesn't need to push us out of the garden because of, of, of the nastiness of our filth, um, but I can still be there. Right. I mean, that was the part of, of, of Jesus pushing them out of the Garden of Eden. It was because if they had stayed there, God would have had no choice but to kill them. And this gave them a chance. Right. Um, chance, not as in kind of it's above God kind of thing, but that it was a grace to push them out of the garden instead of just wipe them off the planet immediately. Right. And I guess a lot of this depends on your eschatology views as well. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom have been kind of doing a lot of research on um, different views on eschatology, and that mm-hmm. basically means like, how the end times happen. I right. guess it's the simplest way to explain right. that. Because it's um, 2020. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> How do they happen? Like this. We're and I've been taught one way deep. my whole life, you know, where it's like Jesus comes back, you know, we go to heaven, everyone on earth that wasn't Christian stays here. And, and Kirk of... Cameron tries to warn people, or Nicolas Cage, depending <laughs> on the preferred version of that movie. <laughs> yes. And then the world explodes and a new one's made. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But there's so many different views, and I didn't even know that until yeah. literally like a month ago. And that one, by the way, is like the least popular in an academic sense. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah, even yeah. imagine, yeah, yeah in an academic not, sense. Yeah. But there is... There's not a lot of backing for that one. What I mean by like the time could be different is that there's a view where the earth is just made new. Just like we are sanctified mm-hmm. in Christ. Right. The new earth is the same one we're on today, mm-hmm. but it is renewed. And so I guess that would be, like, as far as time, it would be weird for it just to kind of, like, stop. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, it's so confusing. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. So <laughs> my official stance on all things end times is that there is a coming of Christ that is not a metaphor but an actual. Yes. I think that one's pretty clear in that at a point, 
um, there becomes, um, I call it the point of no return, that this is either a person is in Christ or not in Christ. And, And there comes a point that that is 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 drawn that that mm-hmm. all right that's where we are right. um beyond that i don't know the details just get kind of people get into massive arguments about this i just don't super find very helpful is it pre-millennialism post uh i i say i'm a eh, millennialist because it's like i don't know i'm just gonna trust god throughout it no matter what and if it oh, gets so you hard, you take the high road. I see. <laughs> no, I take the apathy road. Yeah, I don't know if that's I'm, a high I'm road. I'm kind of similar to that too. Like, I mean, Meh. like, besides all of my primary beliefs, mm-hmm. it's kind of just fun to explore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And figure out right, like, what you think right happened. I don't know. It's kind of like the same thing as Christmas. You know, as a kid, you have the presents under the tree, mm-hmm. and like, you know what's going to happen one day. You're going to open right. the present. And right. it's going to be something. Right. But it is part of the fun is kind of exploring in your head, like, could it be this? Mm-hmm. Could it be that? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what yeah. I think yes, about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's fun to think about, but I, I, I will not be drawn into an argument on it because I just, I don't care enough to argue about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, we need to understand this is what the four horsemen mean. No, we don't. We really don't. Our job is to praise God, heart, mind, soul, and strength every day. Yep. Even if there's a literal dragon flying through the hair, through the air, being driven by a prostitute. <laughs> if that happens, granted, if that is a literal thing, I'm gonna reread the Book of Revelation just figure out where we are. Like, oh, literal. Okay, hold on, hold on. What's going on? Yeah, and that'll make some sense of things. But I'm not gonna stress it too hard because if I'm doing everything I can to be obedient to God, then the timing because I'm constrained by time, I don't get to change time. Mm-hmm. The timing will just be the timing. Yeah. But sorry, I, I I feel like I just took your point and said, it's dumb, move on, and that's not what I'm trying to do. Nah. I so, mean, but I do you know. think that's kind of like where I think I do yeah. fall as far as, yeah. you know, after, when we move on from this world, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, right. I think that time is still part of it. I think that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I do too. Because um, I can't imagine us like I feel like mm-hmm. God is the only one who can truly be outside of time. Like I mm-hmm. don't imagine us being able to do that because right. that makes us like more than just human. I don't know. We're fourth dimensional beings, but then we'd have right. to be constrained by a fifth dimension. Yeah, and nothing constrains God. This right. is my complex God as an nth dimensional being. Yeah, um, but that's. So far, that, that's that closer is, to science fiction than theology. So I watched yeah. this video explaining the fourth dimension, mm-hmm. and like the whole time, it was crazy, mm-hmm. like the way everything works, mm-hmm. and like how something, when something from the fourth dimension enters our dimension, mm-hmm. like what it would look like. Right, and I was like, that literally just seems like proof for for God, right. like that he right. is in another dimension. We can't see him. But when he chooses to appear, it's like, yeah. the, I don't know. It's and not in another dimension, but closer to like a higher well, he can, plane of ex- existence, I guess, that includes time the, w- exactly. the way I include tall. Basically, that video was saying like things in the fourth dimension or beyond mm-hmm. dimensions can't be seen in our dimension. Right. But they are there. Right. That's what's crazy about yeah. it. Like, that's what made me think about God. Yeah. I was like, that... 
but obviously he can move through whatever. It's not like he's constrained to one. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Time. Uh, well, no, time. I mean, time yeah. is kind of the overall thing. And yeah. I think time is important because uh, as, as, as far as us on this planet, there is a given amount of time we all have. Um, and, and it's our, mm-hmm. uh, people talk about being good stewards as spend money good, but I think that is kind of diminishing to even that passage on being a good steward of things. And one thing all of us can be good stewards of is our time because it is a finite, uh, kind of currency kind of, uh, that all of us get to spend. And, um, there's a, a a parable that as I was thinking about tenant and just everything and, and being able to do the stuff they could do to like go through time, caring and understanding of future things. Uh, the, the, the parable that Jesus told in Luke 16 came to mind. So Caleb, it's, um, it's pretty long. It's a bit of a hefty boy, but (laughs) bear with me because, but scripture's great. So we're just going to read it. Yeah. All right. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen who and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off, and Lazarus was at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus, in like manner, bad things. But now he is, he is comforted here. And you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm. Uh, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who could pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, "Then I beg you, Father, to send him and send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers." so that he may warn them, lest they also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. So throughout this parable, there's this man that's experienced the depth of 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 his or of of his squandering of his time right and he ends up essentially in hell being tormented f- forever and goes whoa hold on can i go back and do it again and mm-hmm. and it's told well, well no the the time is up and there's a chasm be- between and and then he says all right well, well then then tell that person to tell to tell them to tell the people that I know and 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 the answer is like well no we can't because they've been told they have um Moses and the prophets that they spoke to the coming of Christ and 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 still 
they squandered it. Right. And and it's this idea of the time we have is critical because there isn't a ton of it. And at the end, I mean, you know, all throughout scripture is this idea that at the end, every knee bows before God. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, am I bowing before God or am I made to bow before God? But everybody bows. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, am I in Christ or not? Yeah. And, and the message of the gospel is of a massive importance because of the thing that it implies. This man wanted the opportunity to go back and to tell people about the consequences but but kind of father abraham's telling him was like people have already heard so mm-hmm. what do the the time you had been given you had heard and didn't do anything about it right why do you think going back and telling them again is going to is is going to do any kind of impact on it right yeah and i think what's so interesting and kind of like cool about Christianity opposed to all the other religions is Mm -hmm. that not only do we have news Mm -hmm. to avoid what is to come for the people who are not in Christ but we have something that's greater and that is like that that God loves you you know like and that's what I kind of see in this is that's cool to me is the news isn't only, you know, for some people, I mean, I think it started mm-hmm. out that way for me. It was like, okay, I just, I don't want to go to hell. You right. Know, like, right. And, and I think that God brings you to a place, but like you will realize that, you know, you are not going there because you are with me. And right. like, right. That we have a friend and a good father who loves us. Right. Not, not that we can get to the top of the mountain but that he mm-hmm. just brings us there yeah through just sort of relationship yeah and, and that's what's interesting is to this is like just be that we need to listen you know mm-hmm. listen to what god has these people that god has given us right to point us in the right direction right and then this idea of um uh, the trade-off that occurs i think is really important there that there's this rich man that that gets everything he could possibly dream of in this world he uh talks about i mean i mean gains all the money all the fame all all the things and then at the end dies and Mm -hmm. and the other guy lazarus um uh he 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 had a hard time he i mean he was he had sores that even the dogs came to and and that's gross and it's yeah. supposed to be gross <laughs> yeah. um and unclean and unfit to even approach god all these things but still right. he demonstrated a, a life of being willing to give up everything mm-hmm. in order to bow before god um yeah. and in that Although during the time they spent on Earth, it was very different. The eternal time is better for the person that gave up all the things in order to follow God. Right. Uh, And and I think that's being a good steward of our time is understanding that, hey, even if this is hard at this point because I'm following Christ, because I'm doing those things, even if that's difficult at this point – 
in the end, to be a good steward of my time is to give this up to God because I know God is greater than anything I'm able to do with my time. Right. Um, and then if I'm, I mean, I I was on a uh, on a mission trip, um, and I I I probably spent about thirty minutes talking to this kid that was playing basketball about the gospel, um, and just kind of talking to him about it, and and and. And all this thing and and um, everything I stated, I was saying it's like Jesus is, is is the only path to eternity. He cares about us. All these things, and he's like, okay, cool, yeah, no, that's great, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I, it was going wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fantastic. And then at the end, I was kind of getting him to that point of, hey, do you want to take that a next step to start following God? And I was gonna pray with him and to be honest I thought I had this thing in the bag mm-hmm. of just like we're good he agrees on everything he understands that Jesus is better all these things and and I was just going to count it up to like we're oh this is going to be great this guy's going to become a Christian it's going to be fantastic and say is this a, now a good time to take that first step and he says no and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to explain that answer because it doesn't make sense for anything else that you've just said Yeah, and then he goes on to explain that that he knows all that to be true and just isn't re- ready to give up the other stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Because although he knows it's bad for him, all the other things, he's just not ready to give it up. And then he walked away. And I just stood there, mm-hmm. just like, what just happened? Yeah. Um. And, and just... Yeah, that still haunts me to this day a bit because... None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Right. And I don't get to get to a point of being able to go in an entropy inverter and go back and do it again or try and right. push people in a path that they need to go. I don't get to do that. It's just I'm not guaranteed another day and I need to take the day that I have now, be willing to give up the stuff and follow God. Right. And I mean,. Yeah, I, I think that's what's so mm-hmm. interesting is that, like, everybody has their chance. You mm-hmm. know, this rich man, he had his chance to mm-hmm. listen to the prophets. Yeah. And, and I think that's and that's kind of what mm-hmm. you're saying there. I mean, like, who knows? I mean, he may have decided right. later on in his life. Right. Um, But, you know, I think that that's that's kind of what is interesting about this is that there are Mm -hmm. some people who listen and don't Mm -hmm. don't follow that path right um i mean it's kind of it is sad yeah but like i think that's what is cool about the bible is that we we have this thing that shows us the future Mm -hmm. um yeah and not only is it just Moses and the prophets, mm-hmm. we have the whole Bible. Right. And we have people that God's placed in our lives. And so I think that that's kind of what I'm learning from this mm-hmm. is that I just need to listen sometimes right. and truly focus on the end. Right. And not the the world we are in now. That's what this tattoo that I got here means for me. It's a broken clock, which is basically the symbol for me showing that like time this time does not matter. I mean, Mm-mm. it does. It matters, and right. it, but not in the, not in the time sense that like 
I need to get a job. Yeah. I need to yeah. get married. All this stuff. Yeah. The, the main goal here is to tell as many people as I can about the good news of Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's eternal. That's not yeah. constrained in time. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's and it's always a good reminder. I don't care how saved you are. I mean, even me now listening to this verse, I'm like, I need to focus. Right. It's always good to have a reminder. Right. To focus on what matters. I think the 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 problem that most Christians, including myself, go through is that our view of eternity is small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as the Bible talks about the joy of heaven, I mean, the, the, the biggest thing is it is the presence of God all eternity. And it's a wedding party that just doesn't stop. Yeah, it just keeps going. It's it's an ecstatic joy that keeps going all the time. On the other end of that is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm-hmm. Of and and that is all eternity. That that the the person I'm scared to talk to because I might be embarrassed. This is the thing I'm trading. That as this uh, man is 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 trading temporary pleasure to be rich. He's kind of trading it at the expense of understanding the eternal torment that is coming, and now being unable to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's part of the problem is our view of eternity is too small. Right. Of if if I did understand that. Um, the scope of eternity, then I think I'd do things a lot different. I'd I'd be kinder to the person I disagree with. I'd be more outgoing about the faith I hold. Um, I would view the other aspects of things I own and things I do, uh, not as things I own, but as, Mm -hmm. as tools to 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 give the gospel right if i actually understood those things i think it would change and i mean that's why i appreciated the main character of tenet because there was an altruism there of being willing to die in order that other people could be saved mm-hmm. um and I, I mean that was a character thing at the beginning of 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 they picked him because of his being willing to die in order to protect his people. Right. And and that didn't change throughout the entire movie. And to be honest, there is is that type of character is a Christ character because that is the thing Christ did of being willing to die in order that the enemies of him could have a chance to come to be with him. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that's the thing. To be honest, I kind of struggle through a bit of: Am I w- willing to die in order that my enemies could know Christ? Right. That's one I've never had to think about until a couple of weeks ago. Well, not because my life was threatened. I just thought about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, am I willing to die in order that my enemy could know God? That's what I've been thinking about a lot too. I've been thinking about. <clears throat> you know those love is statements Mm -hmm. and like the one that pops in my mind the most is and i I always like Mm -hmm. everyone applies it in kind of like a romantic sense right that i've seen that like the wedding passage yeah yeah but like i was just kind of thinking about it as far as like the everyday people i have Mm -hmm. in my life 
um, that love holds no records of wrongs. It's mm-hmm. the one that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, those people who you view as your enemies because mm-hmm. they, you know, did something right. that bothered you. Right. And was wrong against you. Right. That, like, we would withhold this thing inside of us, mm-hmm. that this love that God has given us. Right. Because of something that's, you know, like, that's just dumb. Like that. Petty. Yes. Yeah. And... Yeah. I would withhold eternity out of a person... Yeah. Because they made me mad. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And, like... Yeah. Being convicted by that. You know, Mm -hmm. and just viewing... I would encourage everyone to go back. I don't know how those love statements were taught to you, but, like, that was the first time I viewed them as, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just someone I interact with. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Not not someone romantic, but yeah. And it was truly. I mean, it was kind of like opened my eyes a little right. bit. I'm supposed to love my enemy. I don't even <laughs> like my enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is. Yeah. Yeah. So I it, it, this entire thing, though. I mean, it's it's this idea of the 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 man wanted to be able to go back and do it again but in truth given that we have the prophecies and understand the story and understand the role of christ that even if there's disagreement on the timing of it we know christ is coming um and we need and yeah and this is a a man in this parable that's going to spend in eternity in a weeping and gnashing of teeth that can't go back but this is just a yeah a warning to us that I mean, first of all, don't get to the point of wanting to go back and do it different. Today is the first day of everything else. And if a person's pausing on taking that first step of saying, God, I bow to you, well, today's a good day because you aren't guaranteed tomorrow. And then to a person that's been a Christian, today is also a good day to bow before God and go, okay, these are things I'm holding back and stop holding them back. Right. And and then if there's a person that you know that um, needs to come to know Christ to get to understand him and um, you didn't ever take time to communicate gospel to him, don't get to a point of of it being too l- l- or of 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 there not being enough time. Right. Uh, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow. I mean, um I've I've talked about this a bit before I think in the past. I had a neighbor died in a hunting accident and uh I I I knew him. I see I was in middle school, high school and all that and I never invited him to church. Yeah. And that's a thing I have to deal with that I made none effort kind of this uh despite thinking I was a Christian and Christ is important I made no effort at all there Mm -hmm. and that's a thing that still kind of I hope I don't get to that point again of not caring about a person so deep that I just don't tell them about the gospel Right. Because if I think the gospel is the thing that I know it to be, then there's a natural outpouring of that that tells people. Right. And time isn't guaranteed. I mean, that just, it happened over a night. I woke up, 
they had called and said, hey, he died in a hunting accident. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. And that's on me. Right. I mean, I think... Um, yeah, just having those moments of being reminded of the end goal. Because mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, I get like that all the time. Yeah. Where I just get so caught up with day-to-day stuff. Right. That like you don't look ahead. Right. And or up, yeah, or up, yeah, yeah exactly. Up, yeah. Um, you know, and that's it is scary. Like looking mm-hmm. back at those times where you're just kind of like chugging through life, right? And you know, look at God rarely. <laughs> so having put you know reminders in your life mm-hmm. to point you to the end goal, yeah. because that's the only time I feel compelled to share the gospel, right? It's not when I'm, you know, busy at work, right? Keeping my head down, right? You know, it's it's when I'm truly with God and mm-hmm. or have someone in my life that's yeah. pointing me to that. I think it's time to like take the headphones out and stop being scared because I'm an introvert, and I know a lot of people that all of us tend to hide behind that. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, okay, now go get them though. I mean, take the headphones out, connect to people, talk. And share the gospel because that and I think feeling the, yeah nervous is a natural response too <clears throat> yeah like yeah, yeah it is huge right what you were about to share right the most important thing you could ever say in right. your life right literally um, life changing altering <laughs> eternal eternity, destiny yeah. um yeah and yeah I mean I think it's in in a verse that comes to mind to me is like that people are not won over um, to God by lofty speech. Mm-hmm. That you saying it better and more eloquent does not make it any more powerful. Right. It is the Holy Spirit that speaks through you. Right. Um, in in order to share the gospel. Right. That I don't have to worry about you know me being a nervous wreck mm-hmm. and you know like not saying it really well because mm-hmm. I know that God can speak through it no matter what yeah um yeah and that it doesn't really help i mean i don't know the actual verse i think it's somewhere in i want to say like galatians or romans i know it's paul talking about it but yeah uh, it's first corinthians 2 1 there you go yeah and, and i when i came to you brothers proclaiming to are you the testimony of god nope i'm gonna read this again but Good. I may even cut this out. We'll see. And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he goes on to say that he came just being honest and open about the gospel. Right. Um, and, and, and not trying to argue a person into eternity. Mm-hmm. But to demonstrate passion. I mean, any, anybody that's ever been close to another person talking about a thing they're passionate about is is it's awesome. Yeah. And, and people trying to crush that. Oh my gosh, don't because they're excited about something and just let them be excited. But <laughs> yeah. um, just like, I mean, I've had times that I've geeked out on things. Understanding is like I know this isn't as cool as uh, as I think it is, but I'm so excited about it and I'm just gonna keep talking. 
But this yes. this is our presentation of the gospel. This is like, hey, I know that at this point you don't care as much as I do, but it's great. Have you heard about this dude? This dude's amazing. Yeah. Like, like this it, is where we are, and I'm giddy inside because I can't contain what it is that's happening. Yeah. And and someone seeing you being passionate about something <clears throat> mm-hmm. is is important because mm-hmm. that, that means that it's not just some yeah. lifestyle thing for you. It's not just like yeah. – this you know it's thing at the that, country club i go to on sundays yeah that's the thing i try to communicate to people in my life that i don't do well enough mm. but like that this isn't just i mean it's not like a game for me right you know this is my whole life is centered around god mm-hmm. i mean i try to at least right. <laughs> um i attempt it's to center my whole life the most god. important yeah. thing to me yeah like and and i don't want it to come off as anything else, mm-hmm. you know, that this right. is something that I will die for, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's that serious. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, just be passionate. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and be good stewards of the time yes. we've been given. I mean, mm-hmm. be passionate, but in, in the time that you've been given and don't pause, don't wait because the impact today could change a person's eternity. Uh, yeah. and, and just be encouraged in that. So, yes. Yeah. Well, if you have any thoughts on eternity or the movie Tenet, boy, that's a range. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want to hear from you. And there's a couple yes. of ways to do that. First, by going to our website, thegospeloutpost.com slash nobody special. And there's a form at the bottom of the page to either ask us questions, Bible questions, Ask us for advice, which no one has taken us up on that so far, <laughs> which is probably kind of fine. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> probably fine. Uh, or just to say hi, both of us enjoy getting those emails. Um, another yeah. place people can go, Caleb, do we have social media? Yes, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Nobody Special Podcast. And you can comment um, to ask us questions there or DM mm-hmm. us. And yeah, we'd love for you to follow us. And, you know, we will post when we're about to release an episode. Absolutely. Or when it's about to be posted on YouTube. Also, YouTube, I don't know if you said that. Not yet. You can subscribe there if you want to watch our faces instead of just audio. Um, which I have a main I, button right now. If I understand anyone. if you just want to listen to audio. Wait, yeah, after hold that. on. <laughs> I don't have a man button if that's like a turn off. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but you can comment there and we'll see that. Mm-hmm. You know, basically just reach out to us anywhere yeah. and we'll see it. Our uh, our podcast grows because of our wonderful people who tune in and yes. um, and tell other people about it. And just all of us are so thankful for everyone that tunes in and and, yeah. and and keeps it up. So it's like thank a little you so family. Much. I know, <laughs> a little nobody special family, <laughs> where nobody is special. Oof. Just kidding. You're well, special. We keep trying <laughs> trying to debate a name for our listeners, and none no. of them are good. No, there's no good names because then it just sounds weird. Carls. Carls. We'll name them the Carls. Are you saying that Carls aren't special? No, I'm saying they're the Carls. You're overthinking it. <laughs> no, it won't be the Carls. We're sorry for even saying that. And by we, I mean me. Yes. I. Yes. Pronouns are weird. Anyway, well, Caleb. <laughs> that's going to be it, that, right? That's going to do it <laughs> for us today. End. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Special. special.